I want to share this quick scripture. We, we, talked, uh, we talked a few weeks ago through our time of fasting and our, and our, seven, our theme and really the, the idea, the vision for this year is really just this. I, I just really sense in my heart that the Lord wants us as a church family, wants you and me, his sons and daughters, to grow strong. We, got, we, need, to be, we need to be stronger in the spirit. Amen, somebody? I believe, I believe God wants his church to be a strong church. Amen? I believe Jesus wants his bride on this earth to be a strong church. He, is not, uh, he, he didn't die on the cross, send his Holy Spirit to empower our lives and to anoint our lives for us to be, uh, you know, shaking at the knees, weak, afraid to pray, afraid to believe. He wants, a church. amen, somebody? I believe God wants us strong, and, and, and we need to take some time and see what that looks like and, and ask God to make us stronger, make that our intention. I just really sense that, and I really, I, I don't want to go and visit, but we know what the last two or three years have been like, man. We know it's been crazy. We know it's been rough. We know we've had to spend a lot of energy uh, dealing with a lot of things that we weren't prepared for, weren't ready for, never thought we'd have to do, uh, and, and man, that takes resources, that depletes us, but it's, I believe it's time for us to be strong again. Amen, somebody? And so, so we talked about being strong in the spirit, and that's, that's part of the equation. But today I want to talk about, just real quickly, the other part of how we grow stronger. I'm going to read these two scriptures, Acts 9.31. Many of you may have remembered this because we talked about this for the last couple, for, for a few weeks in January. Acts 9.31 says, Then the church had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And this is where we have got this, this word from. And it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord and with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. It also grew in numbers. So we grow stronger as, with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit as we live in the fear of the Lord. But, but then there's this other thing, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And uh, the book of Acts, it, it's not necessarily meant to be this, but it gives us these glimpses into the church as it was formed and, and the most raw version of God's church, what it looked like. And we get this little glimpse in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. It says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles apostles teaching and to fellowship listen to the apostles teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals including the lord's supper and to prayer that was that was what the church looked like and uh, i want to talk about that for just a moment i want to talk about this idea that god wants us to be stronger together everybody say stronger together say it again stronger together let's pray father we love you we thank you thank you for this time Thank you for this moment in your glorious presence, God, that we could not have earned, that we could not have dreamed up, that we could not have, that we cannot just conjure up. We thank you for these moments where you just invade our lives, Holy Spirit, and invade the room and invade our atmosphere. God, we always, always, always want to be sensitive to you, not just on Sunday mornings when we're having church. But Lord, I pray that I pray that we would be discerning. And I, I just in Jesus' name, I feel a little prophetic thing coming on. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that we will begin to experience that. And I just Claire, we will experience these Holy Spirit interruptions in wild places, God, away from this building, outside of these walls, Father God. And I pray that you would help us to be, be strong enough and sensitive enough in the Spirit and bold enough in faith to step out in those moments and do what you're leading us to do at all times, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray you speak to us today in these few moments today, God. Help me, help me, <laughs> help me to share what you've given me to share in, in, in 11 and a half minutes, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You guys ready to go? So uh, the other day, the other day, I uh, 
I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. You ever catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror you weren't ready for, Craig? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know why I keep looking at you since then. I don't know. Anyway, um, sorry. I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. Man, I had, uh, I was wearing, I had, and I just caught this glimpse of me with glasses and a flannel shirt and, uh, and New Balance sneakers and jeans on. And, a, and I thought, man, I am, I just thought, man, I am one pumpkin spice latte away from just being a basic white dude. That's just what I've grown up into. You know, that's just where I am. And uh, why are you clapping? That's not a clap that's not a clap uh and so and so <laughs> uh but but here's the thing man here's the thing sometimes sometimes basic is what we need amen somebody and uh and sometimes we can get so caught up in trying to find the new cool fancy thing and trying to be whatever that we forget that man that and, and i think sometimes in christianity and the spirituality and in church and in following jesus man we want to complicate it we think there's this big deal we think there's this big secret we think there's the and really there's these basic things that happen and what we see in acts chapter 2 verse 42 what i read a moment ago is that really the church the the church, the capital C church, not just Red Life Church, not just a Methodist church, not the denomination, but the church that exists, that compri that's comprised of all believers and all sons and daughters of God, the church was founded with three very basic and simple ingredients, and those three basic ingredients have grown into the force that God has set forth in the earth to expand his kingdom, to share the gospel, to preach Jesus, and to bring hope to the world, and it it all comes down to three basic ingredients, and those three basic things were simply, uh, in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, which is the word of God. They devoted themselves to, to prayer, and then the third part, they devoted themselves to fellowship, and even fellowship to sharing meals together. They recognized, so their three basic ingredients were basically this. It was the word of God, it was prayer, and it was doing life and being together. Amen. Those three basic things is what God put into the mix to make what is the church that has existed for the last 2,000 years and what we are folded into and what we are a part of uh, in Brookfield, Indiana in the year 2023. And this is what we need to understand. Don't miss this. Listen to me close. Because God births something very powerful from something that is very basic. And here's what we need to understand. Listen, listen. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. We will never, okay, we me, you, she, he, we will never be too big, too good, too spiritual, too anointed, or too cool for the basics. Amen, somebody? Say that one more time. That was real good. We will never, I will never be too big, too good, too spiritual, too anointed, too cool, or too anything for the basics to have a place and to work in my life. Amen, somebody? And, and here's what we need to understand about this, this one, because this, I'm going to talk about this, this together, this basic ingredient of being stronger together is this. Following Jesus, listen now, following Jesus was never designed to be a solitary pursuit. Amen? See, I know that we think, well, you know, I know that we've been told, well, you know, it's not about religion, and it's not about church, and it's not about going to church on Sunday morning, and, and, and that's, 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 
I don't want to say that's true, but because it's like a half truth, it's a it's like a it's like a technical truth, you know what I mean? But 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 there's some nuance there that that we don't want to simplify down too much. Uh, and so so, but we have this idea that you know it's all about a, it's about my personal relationship with Jesus. It's about me, and it is, and it is. But what you got to understand is that personal relationship that Jesus wants with you was designed to work together with a bunch of other people who have personal relationships with Jesus. Amen. Okay, that's the basic ingredient. They, the word of God, prayer, and together, working together, being together, life together. Jesus was never designed to be a solitary pursuit. And listen, here's why. Let me, tell you, let me, just, let me just help you real quick. I'm not even going to try to prove this to you. You're just going to have to take my word for it, and, and you don't have to look too far to know that it's true. Listen, listen, here's why you can't do it alone. You ready? Here's why you can't do it alone. Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, say, get it done in seven minutes, preacher. Okay, that was really strong. <laughs> she got somewhere to be. Uh, he, it's fine. It's, uh, we're going to get you. Hebrews chapter 10. He, here's why you can't do it alone. Listen, here's why you can't do it alone. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. says, let us, let us, let us, not me, not you, not I, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let, there's that word again, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now, watch, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. The reason that we can't do it alone is because of this idea is, is this right here. The, for the child of God, I'm talking to Christians. I'm talking to sons and daughters of the king. I'm talking to kingdom people, okay? If you're not saved, if you didn't accept Jesus a few moments ago, if you're not in the family yet, you're still welcome to come in. The invitation is open. You don't have to wait for me to lead you there. You can do it right now. You can do it right now where you are at home. It doesn't matter. But listen, if, if you have accepted that, if you're a Christian, listen, for the Christian, your source of motivation and inspiration and encouragement comes from Christ, yes, but it also comes from the body of Christians that God has connected you to. Amen? Now, I know, I know. I know we have social media. I know we have Instagram. I know we have, I know we have inspirational influencers. I know you follow Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson and, and whoever else you want to put in there that, that, that you see it in the morning and they, they get you fired up and they tell you to go dunk your head in a cold plunge and, and work out for an hour a day and, and be a man and grow up. And all, and all those things are great. All those things are wonderful for fleshly motivation. But for, and I'm not knocking any of it. I, I get fired up on that too, man. But listen, when it comes to spiritual motivation, when it comes to growth in my walk with God, listen, I can't, I'm not going to outgrind or out hustle or out motivate or any of those other things. And it, it, might, it might help me lose some weight and it might help me get a promotion and it might help me make some money. And that's great. But listen, it's, none of that is going to inspire me to get closer to Jesus. The place I get encouraged to grow in my faith and to get closer to Jesus comes from Jesus himself and the relationship to the Holy Spirit. But, but guess what? A big part of it comes from the relationships that God has formed and developed and brought into my life together. The author of Hebrews says, let us, let us 
encourage one another. In the original Greek, that one another puts a real big emphasis. It like highlights bolds, underlines, and italics and puts five exclamation points after it in the original Greek language. That one another, it boldens it and it puts it out there to really emphasize the idea that, that when he's talking about let us motivate one another and encourage and inspire one another, that it is, that it is active participation on both parties which means it's not just me standing up here shouting to you that that's, that's the teaching of the word of God, that's the inspiration from the word of God, but it is also understanding that, that not only do you have something to encourage and inspire me with, but I'm actually walking in the door and I'm walking into the meeting and I'm walking into the relationship and I'm walking into the friendship and God has something that he wants me to deposit into you and it's an encouraging and a motivating of one another. Let us motivate one another, not the preacher motivate the church and not the worship team encourage. No, it's let you motivate you and me motivate you and you motivate me and her motivate her. And, all. and here, here's what it boils down to there is a Christ in me that calls out and pulls something from the Christ in you. And oh, come on, somebody. And there's a Christ in you that has that calls out to the Christ in her. And there's a Christ in her that calls out to the Christ in him. And when we come together and meet together, that all, all of the Christ in us calls out to the Christ in each other. And, ma and, and I almost said magic, but it's not magic, but, but something powerful happens, okay? But if I, if I boil down my relationship with God to, well, it's just a personal thing, and I don't need anybody else, then I miss out. I miss out on the encouragement and the motivation and the inspiration and the, and the things that God wants to pull out of me. Amen, somebody? I got three minutes left. So, 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 then it says, let us not neglect the meeting together of one another as we see the day approaching, meaning the end of times. Now, every church, every Christian, since Acts chapter 2 thought that they were the last generation that would ever walk the earth, they thought Jesus was coming back for them specifically. And we should live with that. That is actually a biblical concept and idea to live. We should live as if our generation is the last. So if I believe that, what he says to us is this. As you see the days getting darker, you're going to need each other more, not less. Amen? Let me just say this. In these days that we live, I believe this with all my heart. Christians, we need each other more, not less. We need to hang out more, not less. We need to figure out how to do, we need to figure out how to do, develop our relationships more, not less. We need to be, we need one another. I need the Christ in you calling out and pulling out the Christ in me and vice versa. More, not less. And that cannot happen in an isolated environment. Amen, somebody? Okay. Acts chapter 2, I'm not going to read it. Acts chapter 2, verse 46, a few verses after verse 42, says that the Christians, the, the first church, they met in the temple, which is this, worship on Sunday morning. Okay. They met in the temple, and they met house to house, and they met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and they shared meals together. So it wasn't just coming to church on Sunday morning. It was meeting together throughout the week, developing friendships, developing relationships, and here's where we are. 
This is where we're relaunching. We've done this before. It's been a lot of years, but I really just felt like God said, we got to do this again. It's time for this to be relaunched. Here is entering what we're going to call and what we have called life groups. Everyone say life groups. Everybody say it again, life groups. Okay, this is not a name that we made up. Lots of churches have life groups. They might call them small groups. They might have Sunday school classes. It's whatever version of this. Here's what this work. This is going to be, this is where the church gets small and where we, where we have this amazing time together where we worship and we experience things. But then there's also things that, see, there's things, there's things in this setting, there's, there's things that God does in this setting that, that will not happen in a small setting, but there are also lots of powerful moments in a small setting, in a small group that cannot happen in this setting. Are you following what I'm saying? And so we need, we are going to begin meeting. And in fact, it's going to start this week. I know it's kind of short notice. And if you got it, you can't make it. That's fine. But we're going to begin life groups. Listen, we're going to, and here's how we're going to do it. They're going to meet, we're going to meet twice a month. In homes, in here in the church, there's going to be meetings. We're going to have an online option via Zoom. There's a meet. There's a life group that's going to happen at Coffee on Main, and it's all going to be there. Okay, and 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 they're going to meet twice a month. Okay, you say, well, what do I do? What are going to happen? What's going to happen at a life group? Well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to come together. There's going to be a little box of snakes. Okay, and we're going. To, no, I'm just kidding. So relax. I want to. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to take you to the worst possible option to to like to break the tension. Okay. Because now when I say what it's going to be, it won't sound that bad. You know what I mean? And so, and so, so it, it's not going to be bad. So it's going to be, we're going to come together twice a month and we're going to have an opportunity to pray for one another, share things that are on your heart. Okay. There's going to be right now, if you're part of the Red Life Facebook group, Red Life Brookfield Facebook group, those questions that get thrown out there once a week, we're going to have those all together and we're going to have a chance not just to chat about it online, but talk to each other in person. The reading plans that we've been doing, I hope you're following along with them. If you're not, there's a slide. Put the slide up real quick right now. There's a slide right there, and uh, we're getting so. Do we have? Can we get it? Put the slide for the breeding plan. Yeah, oh yeah, even better. We're big behind me. Okay, this is how sweet. Hey, we're taking it to the next level, baby. You can do this right now. You can scan that right now. If you already did it, if you did it for the stronger, you don't have to do it again. You're already in. You don't have to redo it. Okay. But if you haven't signed up yet, this is going to be something we continue to do throughout the until God tells us not to. Okay. You can scan that QR code right now to bring up the text, so I don't have to try to remember the number to tell you to text. Okay. So you can just do that. Uh, that's all available. Okay. So we're talking about scriptures that's in the reading. It's just a chance to get together, have spiritual conversation, check in, and allow ourselves to ask questions and, and, and develop. And guess what? The big, when we do that, you know what happens? We begin to develop relationships, and we're beginning to do life together. And we grow stronger together. Amen? Amen? Okay. So, <laughs> you can go right now. Right now, I think we have another slide. Yes, that's the, that's the one. You can do that right now. It's going to take you right to our webpage. It has a directory and a, and a listing of all the life groups, when they meet. There's a sign-up sheet. You don't have to necessarily sign up, but it might help the leader to know how many people to expect or, or who to contact or whatever. There's a sign-up sheet. You can, you, there's a little digit. It's all digital right there, okay? We're going to start this Wednesday, this Wednesday, this Wednesday. The, the life groups are starting right now. Are myself and my wife are going to lead one at our house. Judy and Daryl Drake are going to have one at their house. They're over there. Uh, Meg and Sherry have already started theirs. They've been going for a little while. They meet at Coffee on Main a couple Saturdays a month in the morning. Uh, and uh, Jenny and Zach are going to be leading an online Zoom meeting. And, uh, and uh, okay, I'm getting a message that this is the wrong QR code. Is that right? Okay, so, that's, so this QR code, we'll fix that. Uh, that that's, 
could be my fault, but it's probably Eric's, but it could be mine. No, it's, it's, it, it could be my, it's probably my fault. I probably sent him the wrong one or I didn't do it right myself. Uh, so we're working on getting this thing together, okay? But uh, anyway, if, if that QR code is taking you to the Bible one, there's another one that we'll put up uh, later, but it's redlifechurch.com. Click on life groups. It's right there in the middle to get you connected, okay? Uh, so we're going to start, uh, and Kanita Serbak, our kids director, she's going to be leading a life group uh, that's going to meet here in the church on Wednesday nights as well, okay? So, uh, that's where we are. That's what we're going to do. I want to encourage you right now. You say, well, what, what do I, what? this is, this is all, all I want to encourage you to do today from this moment is to get involved in a life group. Amen. Get involved in a life group, make it important, make it. And then, Hey, you know what? Uh, some of you, God might be saying, Hey, uh, you might even hear right now. Maybe I should lead a life group. That's, that's awesome. And I want to talk to you if that's what God's leading you to do. We're going to run our life groups, uh, and this is going to be the big change that we made since the last time we did this seven, six, seven years ago. Uh, we're only going to, we're going to divide our life group time up into two different sessions. So we're not just going to start life groups and just keep them going until Jesus comes back. We're going to have endings and beginnings and, and, new, in, and new beginnings each time. So this is going to be our spring life group schedule that's going to run from beginning this Wednesday, February, all the way through May. We'll take a little break during the summer, June, July, probably August, and then restart up life groups again in September, which would be a great opportunity. If you want to lead a life group, if you feel like God's leading you to do that, that'd be an awesome opportunity for you to, 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 make, that, to, make, that, uh, to make that leap. Okay, somebody? Everybody figure that? So, so this is going to be rotating, and who knows? We might Right now, we're just going to let the Lord lead us in what we want these to do. I just know that God wants us to grow stronger together. Amen? Amen. So that's going to start uh, myself, Daryl Drake, uh, Daryl and Judy Drake, and the online Zoom one. The online Zoom one is going to start this Wednesday, and that's going to continue to go on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Uh, Kanita's is going to start, uh, it's going to go on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month as well, and, uh, but she's going to start hers on the fourth Wednesday of this month in February, and then the, the Megan Sherry's at Coffee on Main on Saturday mornings is the second and fourth Saturday morning. That's a lot of second and fourth. That's just kind of the way it worked out. Uh, this is what it, anyway, that's on Saturday mornings at 8.30, right? 8.30 at Coffee on Main. And so that's when that, that meets. And, of course, the Red Life Facebook group, we still connect in there. Now, this is the last thing I want to say. I know, I know. I went, like, I'm two minutes over. Uh, I'm getting more messages. Hang on. I'll make sure I'm not missing something. Okay. Here's, here's, here's where this is. Luke chapter 5, verse 5 through 7. I'm not going to read it. Amazing story. The disciples are fishing all night long in a boat. They didn't catch anything. Jesus shows up, says, hey, why don't you put your net on the other side of the boat? These are professional fishermen. They had put their net. You understand, they had, they had tried both sides of the boat. Like, they knew what they were doing. So, they, so this was God telling them to do something kind of ridiculous. But they obeyed. They did it anyway. The Bible says that they pulled in such a large catch of fish. Watch this now. The Bible says they pulled in such a large catch of fish that they couldn't pull it into the boat themselves, and they had to holler out to their business partners and their friends, and they said, hey, we need you to come and help us with this catch of fish, okay? Listen to me, listen to me. If they don't have friends that they can call to help them, they lose the fish. Let me say that again. If they don't have some friends that they can come ask to give them a hand, they lose the miracle that Jesus put in their hands. Listen to me, family. It doesn't matter how many fish we catch if we're not strong enough to haul them into the boat. Boy, I felt the Holy Spirit when I said that. It doesn't matter 
how many people we fit in this building if we're not strong enough as the body of Christ to pull them in to the family of God when God puts them in our hands. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how many seats we fill. Doesn't matter how many services we have. Doesn't matter how many people we have show up on Easter. Doesn't matter how many people watch the videos online. Doesn't matter. None of that matters if we're not strong enough together to pull in the miracle that God puts in our hands. And part of being stronger is knowing I need you and you need me. And we need each other to do what God's called us to do. Amen? So let's grow stronger together. Amen? And we're going to do that starting this week. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you so much for this time. Thank you for everything you've spoken, everything you've done. Thank you, Jesus, for, 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 for loving us and calling us. God, you are, you are preparing us right now for the greatest days that we've ever had. I believe that. You're preparing us right now to reach more people with your gospel than ever before. God, you want us to grow strong. I thank you for, I thank you for showing us how to do that. I thank you for doing that with the most basic, the most basic ingredients that you've given us in your word. I thank you for the miracles that are going to take place this semester, this spring. Not and that's not going to happen in a service. Transformation and life change and miracles are going to take place. People are going to develop relationships with you, grow in you beyond their wildest dreams. In, in groups, in homes, around coffee tables, in coffee shops. Lord, you're growing us stronger from beyond just people that are glad we're not going to hell. God, you're growing us the strong sons and daughters of the kingdom who are walking with intention and purpose in this world. So grow us strong together, Lord. In Jesus' name, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord give you peace. In Jesus' name.